When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Crackers. Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of Copen Fracas. I'm your host, Peter, and I'm here today with two OGs of the podcast, two, two founding fathers. Um, one, one I like to call my younger. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about as well. <laughs> I'm here with Ellis. How you doing, Ellis? My YG. Yeah. Is that what you're like? When I see you, I'm going to slap your brains out your head top, fam. Oh, crazy. What's going on, though, man? My young G, bro. My boy. My yeah, boy. It's good. it's good to have you on, you know what I'm saying? Good to have you on. And we got one of the most, the funniest members of, of Copem, one of the most controversial. When you know he's on, you know that something, you know what I'm saying? He's going to say something a bit mad, that someone's, it's going to be funny. But yeah, glam. I was thinking of my G entrance, I'm like, nah, Peter can't be coming for me like that. He can't be coming for me like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm I'm glad we solved that. I'm glad we solved that. But, yeah, I'm good, bro. How you doing, man? Yeah, all good, man. All good. And Thank yeah, if, if you want to see Ellis slap my head, apparently, um, we've got a, a live event. Apparently, so he says. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, we got a right. return of the live events. Um, if if you're not seen already, TLF Live is back on the fourth of September, and we partnered with a fantastic team over at Belushi's in London Bridge, and it's going to be an epic, epic day. It's going to be a lit, lit event. I think they're showing two games, so um, West Ham versus Chelsea, and then May um, United versus Arsenal, you know, the, the two washed giants. It's sure to be a funny one. Um, so, yeah, the whole Touchdown Frackers family is going to be there. Loads of Coppin um, guests are going to be there. Obviously, you see the likes of me, Ellis, Marco, everyone that you want to see there. Um, yeah, so I think there's five, five tickets left, five um, general tickets left, so 
it's going really, really, really quickly. There's eight screens there. And it's going to be a great, great day. So make sure you don't miss out. But yeah, and yeah, make sure you're there. And obviously, just a general housekeeping. Um, if you're not already subscribed to our Patreon, three pounds a month. Um, yeah, fantastic content. We do post match, pre um, post match, um, what's it called post match episodes after matches. We do weekend previews. Yeah, the Bantix pod. So yeah, fantastic content there. And yeah, follow us on our Twitters. Follow us on social media if you're not already. And yeah, let, let's get started. So yeah, um, we come to this pod obviously on the back of a two-two draw. You know, I think football's a funny old thing because I swear that I was looking forward to the season so much. Like, I was like, I can't wait to get in action. The community show happened. It was looking so good. And then I feel like just like that, the wind has just been taken out of my cells. But, yeah, it's just it's just a bit of a mad thing. So, um, yeah. So, what's you guys' thoughts on it? Ellis, Glam, I'll go on to you guys. Just general thoughts about the match and just um, how you feeling after after that draw against um, West Ham. No, not West Ham, Crystal Palace, sorry. Um, yeah, man. Um, do you know what? I'll be honest with you. Normally, natural feeling, you know, I'll be like Fulham, Palace, six points home. Um, well, it's actually home banker by Palace. But if I look, if, if, if I weigh up the uh, pros and cons, I mean, Fulham, you know, we didn't really play that well, if mm. I'm honest with you. And away from home, Fulham actually surprised us. So that point, I, I was quite humble with that point. We got back in the game. Palace yesterday, we should have been out of sight um, the first half. And then, you know, we didn't put away chances. Everything happened. Also, we're going to get into the game. Obviously, red cards and everything else. On the whole, two points. You know, if there was ever a game you could get nine points from, then it'll be next Monday. I'll put everything on the line with Man United. If we can get nine points, I'll be happy. But you can't. So, I know the next game, we're going to be a shoe in three points anyway. So you know what? It is what it is, man. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't feel too disheartened at all at, um going into the next game. So I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. Surprisingly not, I'm all right. Mm, how does how you feel? You're normally quite balanced in your your thinking. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed because there's two games where we looked at um the fixtures and we thought, yeah, we got our six points there and we just keep it moving. And obviously with with City blowing um, West Ham and they've been on the weekend Bournemouth uh, away yeah so obviously you want to try and keep up with them the man of performance was was disappointing especially the two first halves we we really lacked a lot of um, energy is the energy well is that the right word I can use the Fulham game, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, the Fulham game, first off, definitely, yeah. Intensity, that's it. It was, it was very, very slow. I was plodding along, everyone taking too many touches. Palace, we improved in terms of intensity. We made a lot of chances, but we just didn't take those chances and we got hit with a sucker punch. Um, first half of the first half against Palace was really good. It was really positive. It was the Liverpool that we knew. It was very slick. We dominated possession very well. Um, then the second half of the first half, we kind of lost our way a bit. We started to resort to long balls from weird angles up onto new up to Nunes. wasn't really helping him a, a bit. Um, Anderson and their Wait. captain, yeah, Gay and um, oh, Joe Ward, Ward. yeah, yeah, Ward. Yeah. No, yeah, Joe. Were really, yeah, they were really eating everything up, really, because that's just bread and butter to them, isn't it? Um, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't try a different tactic. And um, 
obviously we'll come on to the goal later, but that kind of was a, of a sucker punch to, to us because we had been dominating up until then. Um, obviously, you want to you want to try and start well for Liverpool. While we haven't seen Liverpool start this slow, we usually get like six points already on the board. You know what I'm saying? I'm offline, but now we've got two points and we're catching up to City. There's four points already. Now you're thinking, oh, they're gonna go on and win everything, which they obviously won't. But it's looking like a big task. Early doors, though. I mean, it's only 180 minutes of a 3,000 plus season minutes, so we we can definitely catch up. We are playing well. We're making chances, so I'm not too disappointed. But obviously, you want the wins. Mm, definitely. Hey, do you know what it is? I think normally it's a thing where okay, we've only played two games. It's not the end of the world. But I think we know the the team that we're up against. And we know the standards that both the teams have set in recent years. And it's like every point that you drop, every kind of um, draw or loss that you have in a season, it just feels so crucial. And like normally in, in normal seasons, I wouldn't be so down, like not down, but I wouldn't be so like, ah, oh, it's whatever, you know, it's only two games, we can get, like, it's, it's whatever. But yeah, obviously we know the kind of standards that both these teams set in terms of having 90 points or whatever. So, but yeah, like you said, let's see. Um, I think the worst thing about drawing in this, like, this time is that you have like a whole week to sit on it. So our whole next game is not until next Monday. So you're just there having to see the same conversations on, like, on social media with your friends yeah. on Twitter. This happened, that, and you can't like because you no know, when you're in the flow of the season, you, you have a game like three days later, and you can just be right. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think, I think in our position though, we need those days, man. Mm, like our, our 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 injury list is quite high, so mm. I, that that's one positive I looked at when I knew we was playing Monday, Monday back to back was the rest yeah. time. Um, so yeah, that might well, that might actually work in our favour. Not that we need it for Man United, but you know, in terms of yeah. progressive forward and getting players back, yeah, that might actually work in our favour. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Let, let's get into the, the nitty gritty of this now. So obviously, before um, we started, we played the game. The lineup came out, and obviously there was a couple of surprises in there. I'll just go through the lineup quickly. So we had Allison and go as usual. Trent right back. Then we had Phillips, Nathaniel Phillips, Nat Phillips, <laughs> at centre-back, along with um, Van Dyke, And then we had um, Robertson left-back, Fabinho, Elliot right centre-mid, James Milner, can't beat him, um, left centre-mid, and then Seller, Nunes, obviously Nunes, um, Klopp couldn't resist anymore in terms of starting him, because obviously the great candles that he's had. And we had Diaz left-wing. So, obviously, when that gets announced... Yeah, um, my, my head was on the moon. <laughs> my head was on the moon. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, cool. I heard the, the, the rumblings that Matic was um, kind of got a knock. Um, he's got he's kind of injured or whatever. So, and then I see Phillips. And, like, when I see Phillips, I just think, like, how is Phillips starting in this day and age? Like, someone that, like, who meant to have sold, meant to have got money for, and, like, Gomez is on the bench. And I didn't know at the time that Gomez whatever, was carrying a knock or whatever. So I was just thinking, like, how is Phillips starting over Gomez? Like, Gomez is much more suited to our game. But, um, yeah, so Nathaniel Phillips is in the, in, in the starting lineup. And when I look at Phillips, it's like, this is someone that, like, Bournemouth, they said they, they got him alone. And then, um, obviously, he must have had a, uh, must have had a half season for them. And, like, we all thought like they might buy him. But they were like, nah, bro, we're good. Like, we're, we're, good, we're good on Phillips still. So, obviously, they didn't buy him. And now we're kind of, like, stuck with him. So, and then, obviously, we have James Milner starting lineup. Um, what was you guys' thoughts, um, Ellis? I come to you when you start starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I, mean? I was rattled as well, innit? But, um, it is what it is. Um, when I saw Phillips, I thought, what is this, man? <laughs> um, 
if it was Matt Phillips. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Though? Again? What? Um, <laughs> if it was Matt Phillips coming, coming off the back of the season where him and Reese Williams played the last 10 games, then maybe. But what I saw in pre-season, and obviously the expectation is I'm not due to see him. I'm due, for, I'm due to see him leave, innit? So yeah. when I saw Phillips, I was a bit rattled, and especially on that right-hand side, um, I thought that Zaha mm. would play on that on Palace's left. So you got yeah. Elliot, Trent, and Phillips on that side, which was a bit, which, you know what I'm saying, a bit touchy. And in the game, it proved anyway because Eze was ripping them up. So it, it was, um, yeah, it was very, it was very shocking. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mind the Milner, I think yeah. Milner kind of played his way into the starting lineup yeah. for his last I, cameo. So I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind Mill. I didn't really mind the midfield. I didn't mind it because it that's what we could have, you know, brought out with the injuries that we have. So I didn't, it didn't really phase me too much. I think we would have been a bit more comfortable if we had, obviously, a Gomez, a Matip and a Konate. That midfield would have done a bit better. Or mm. yeah, would have done a bit better. But obviously with with Phillips playing, it kind of kind of put us down a bit. It, the problem with Phillips is that the level we're at and the players that play in that right side in centre back role, the yeah. technique level that they have and the ability that they have, when you put in Phillips, wow. it drops like four or five levels. Yeah, tempo. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if he was watching when you're watching him yesterday, it takes long to take the boy out of his feet. It takes long to like look for the pass. Some of the passes are misjudged. It took him a little while to start, you know, getting his passing range going. And it is it's nothing, it's nothing to him. Like that's just his level, isn't it? It's he's not a he's not an elite defender, he's a decent defender, a Bournemouth yeah. level. Do you know what I'm saying? I I, I think he probably could do a job at Palace. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? So, well, where where are this at the elite side of the table, and he's not the guy. He's not the fifth choice that we really want. Like, if we're, if we're being very honest, but alas, that's, this is where we are right now. He got he got hooked for Gomez. So, all right. One discussion I wanted to have was Glam, especially with you. Okay, so Gomez comes on and he looks fantastic. We'll yeah. get onto that. But like, do you think? You should have just started Gomez, even if he's half fit. Take the risk, effort. No, no, no. I think it was the right call. It was the right okay. call. Um, obviously, my uh, my initial reaction was the same as you. What well, you guys saw him in the group? Like, what yeah. the f is going on here? Like, what? Like, what is this? Man, just signed a new contract. Are you taking a piss? And then it come back. Obviously, not that he's carrying up, but he only trained on Sunday. So when I heard that, I said, Fernie, if if anyone you're gonna take precautions with. Is someone like Gomez, and you know he clocked on the right thing. He done absolute the right thing. Yeah, he looked good when he come on, but who's to say the intensity of the game or the the, uh, the speed of the game? Do you know what I mean? We're not gonna just pull something whatever. So I think he's done the right thing. And Nate Phillips done all right. First twenty minutes, he's done all right. But you know, if you look at you know the goal and everything else, as um, Ellis um, alluded to. His, his strength is in the air. You, you get, you know what you're gonna get on the tin. You know you got Heinz baked beans and you got as the baked beans. You know <laughs> you got an as the baked beans, but it's not quite Heinz. You know what I'm saying to you? So yeah. he's just he's just gonna do what's on the tin in it. No frills, nothing. 
So, in that sense, but as I said, we are where we are. Like it's it's so unlucky, like how our injury list is mounted up. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's like someone clipping us off a chessboard. Like it's it's crazy. But other than that, the Milner one, nah, because I'm a I, I like Milner, and and Milner starting didn't bother me because Milner's got legs, believe it or not. So that didn't bother me. Um, but either way, we was at home and I was so relaxed and thought, yeah, regardless, Darwin knew where to start in. Big debut. He's going to score about two. And with the first half an hour, mate, it looked like we was just gonna, it was just a matter of when and how many, really. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I was all right with that. We actually, so to go on to the game, we actually started, I thought we started really well. Like, it started yeah. The first 10 minutes, Crystal Palace couldn't get out and was really sustaining our attacks. He was winning the ball high up. Fabinho was winning the ball really high up. Um, it was really aggressive. Uh, Milner was running around like a hellish chicken. Elliot was really tenacious as well. He was winning the ball back very quickly. And it was creating a lot of chances. And, like, um, yeah, I thought we started off really well. I, I remember the first chance, I think, um, was the kind of... Um, it was Nunes. Um, I think Nunes might have... Um, was, it, was it a cross or something? Yeah, was that, one to, that, that the one in the far post? And no, Milner, no. The one Milner, Milner kicked over. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, yes. that was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the first chance. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think the goal, goalkeeper closes the ball, and then Milner gets out of the box. He goes past one player, and then these guys are over. But it was looking like really sharp. He's looking really like Salah looked on it. Nunes looked on it. It looked like like Glam's head. It was a case of like how many. And I think I listened to the touch on this kind of start and um, this kind of. I think when we have this type of start against teams, we need to really score because yeah. I feel like yeah. Yeah, at Anfield teams will. Be like, okay, cool. If we can get past the first 20 minutes and we haven't conceded a goal, okay, cool. We're still in the game. And Patrick yeah, Vieira, yeah. he talked about it um, in his post and his pre-match um, conferences. And he was like, it's very important that we kind of just stay in the game, especially with the mm-hmm. Liverpool side, because they might try and like blaze or storm us. And I thought they'd, they'd done that. But we did start really well. It's just unfortunate that we couldn't really take our chances, to be honest. Yeah. No, you're right. This is what I mean. And then you got it, you, you're looking at it and I'm thinking, okay. This might not be our day. But yeah. then as, as, as soon as they scored, even when they scored, I was disappointed. But as soon as they scored, I said, you know what, I right, cool. Let's get on before halftime. New and Nunes always nearly well miss kick, hit the post. Yeah, you hit the post. And you think yourself, all right, we're going to go. We're going to Let's touch on that Nunes performance, though, Ellis. I'll come to you because a couple of people are saying, like, it was a disaster class even before. Oh, they're like, idiots, man. man. They're idiots. But to me, he looked, he, looked, he looked very sharp. Like, he looked like if anyone was going to score for Liverpool side, it was going to be Nunes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, obviously I'm in a. I've got a group chat that's so angry. I'm, I'm like we're just talking rating players, whatever, whatever. We're just doing our own thing, and like a lot of people are telling me like, yeah, it was a, it was a nothing performance. Like it was absolutely nothing. A lot of people were saying that. I was like, I, I personally thought the red card really hindered him in it. I thought the red card hindered him and. It, it took away from everything. But apart from that, that first 45, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Some of his touches were good. Um, his link-up play was good. Like, the thing you want from your strikers is that they're actually getting chances. So I'll be worried if Nunes wasn't popping up getting chances. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if he... Like he had three chances in the first half. Or, yeah, or, sorry, no, two chances. Was it two chances or three chances? I think two clear cards yeah, and then like, yeah, two yeah. in the first half alone yeah. in 45 minutes, which is which is insane. That means he's even for the chance where he's volleyed it over, 
like the movement at the back of the post to just yeah. in so much space. Like that's very encouraging. So it will, it will come with him. Obviously, he gets sent off, which is which you will learn it was petty, it was silly, very stupid. Mm-hmm. Like defenders are gonna do that to you every single week. You just have to be a bit more coy. Like you have to let your football do the talking. It'll get tired. Just keep on running ragged, and it'll get tired. So hopefully he learns from that. But that first half, it, it was encouraging. Uh, my only thing is that I just don't want us to go like route one. I don't know if that was just yeah. on muscle memory or if it was a, a decision from club. But I just didn't like some of the and especially some of the angles at where he was crossing and that like, was crossing yeah. halfway. In, you saw when the fullbacks got it. Yeah, you got to be better than that, man. Like, at least get to the byline, a cut back, um, you know, yeah, mix them out, get them involved in the play. Yeah. yeah, so all that long balls, it's, it's easy for the centre backs to win. That's the only thing I have. But with, with, with Nunes, it will come, man. I mean, if it yeah, I've got it. Mm, I agree yeah. with you. I, I felt like there's some there was some times where I feel like he, he brought the ball down and he done this yeah. nice little kayak to Seller. Um and then Seller done a lovely yeah. touch. It was just like I was very impressed in terms of like everyone was like shouting from the rooftops about how technically terrible he is and how technically he's rubbish, but he's he's not a hindrance to our play at all. At, at all. all. You know what I'm saying? Nope. He can link up. He's already shown that he's got quite a good um relationship with Seller in terms of getting yep. um linked with each other. So yeah, I, I was quite impressed with that and I feel like the chance at the back post, he probably should have scored. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he didn't connect with it well, um, that's why I hit the post. But if he did connect, connect with it, he probably would have went in. So, yeah. Oh, but at least he did get the chances. Apart from that, sorry, P, apart from that, he, he just looked like a, a number nine to me. Like normal yeah. number nine. That's what he looked like to me. Like, and apart he, from the last one. If you look at the Zaza class, I mean, there was another striker who had seven touches the other day. Literally seven touches. <laughs> so is that not disaster class? That's a disaster class. That's a they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. But with 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 Nuno, it just looked like a mobile number nine. Obviously, people are looking at the likes of like Benzema and Lewandowski, who are out of this world. Those are supreme number nines. And Ibrahimovic, you can't, yeah, you can't exactly. He's only twenty one, so he's still learning. And I, I'm not too sure what. Obviously, he's a hefty fee, so with. If the hefty fee comes a lot of scrutiny, yeah. but at the end of the day, you still have yeah. to like, allow people to grow. And and saying that it was a nothing performance, nah, sorry, man. He, there's a lot of problems yeah. there, man. And yeah. yeah, for me, there was there was promise obviously onto the red card, but we'll get onto that. And then for the goal, um, so I, there was a little bit of warning sign. So, like Ellis said, Glam, and I'll come to you for this is that like Eze was kind of he was the outlet for me in terms of like he was the one that they would sit in deep and then as soon as they win the ball back, they'll give it to Eze. And then Eze will kind of get past Fabinho and then maybe try and play Zaha in. But then there was a couple of times we kind of, like, cut it out or whatever, or, like, Phillips defended it well. And then there was one, literally right before, before the first half, he um, gets the ball, um, just Trent and Fabinho, and Trent's kind of, like, half and it. You know what he does? That kind of, like, yeah. puts a leg out, but doesn't really put a leg out. And then he just completely skims Fabinho. I don't know if you think that Fabinho should have him down. I'm not sure. And he does a nice little through ball into, into Zaha. People are saying, obviously, Phillips stepped, stepped up um, and he probably shouldn't have. But we do play Haaland. Um, it's whatever. Zaha obviously outpaces um, Phillips and then he puts a nice finish into um, the far corner. Glenn, dissect this goal for me. And who, who's mostly at fault for you? Um, is it Fabinho? Is it Phillips? Um, and what, what could you have really done to stop it, Glenn? 
No, it's Fabinho, it's Fabinho, mate. I'll be honest with you. Fabinho, if you look at it, there's another player um, as they beat basically two players because I think there was, was two players. Yeah, Fabinho. and Fabinho, that one swing that Fabinho done took him completely out of the picture. If you look no, at the no, goal no. again, the space and greeny as they could have run into, he didn't even need to, but the space and greeny he could have run into was ridiculous. I was thinking mm. to myself, who the hell was playing with Fabinho else in the centre mid? Because that space is just crazy. And then, you know, yeah, Phillips tries to stuff, but I think Phillips got confused because Van Dijk was, was online. Phillips stepped up, then dropped back slightly. And then by the time he dropped back slightly, his back foot was already um, ahead of um, Zaha. So that's what played him on. So from then, the ball was played. And to honest with you, Van Dijk got back terrifically. And for me, I think Van Dijk thought he was going to cut it back because if Van Dijk stormed straight in, it may have got the block. But then I think Zaha would have dupped him and cut it back. And he would have been sliding into the stands. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I just think that could have been hard. I think Fabinho doing that made that so easy for Eze to create space and just pop it through. But again, I know we played the high line, but it wasn't like we had Gomez there or we had Konate there. I don't know why we played that high line with um, Phillips. We was massively high, so we 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 we, we brought it on ourselves. We brought it on ourselves. And okay. let, me, let me just say, yeah, finished by Zaha, mate. That shocked me. Yeah, what a finish! What a finish! What a, what a bloody finish! Um, Ellis, I asked you the same question. Who was that forehead for this goal? Yeah, um, obviously I'm with Glam on that one. For me, Fabinho, for all his experience, if a man's just stupid you like that, just take a yellow card. We've seen Fabinho yeah. play 100. Champions League semi-finals um, against Barcelona with Messi and Suarez and Coutinho, and he's got a yellow card, and he's just carried on with life. I mean, Crystal Palace is not really any tr- tricky. Oh, no, no offense to them, but they're not uh, that, that Barcelona, are they? So he should have just taken that yellow card and just kept it moving. But I, I'm not too sure. It was very lazy. It was very lazy for Fabinho. As soon as he's lost him, he's not even sprinting back. Do you know what I'm saying? Even with and with Phillips, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know if he should step up or yeah. if he should yeah. follow. So if in doubt, just follows our arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Push him out to the wing. So by the time you've pushed him out to the wing, everyone's at least, we've got two men coming back. And then... Van Dyke can assess the situation, but when you haven't done one or the other and you're trying to pay a high line and you're not even in the right position, two fellows are, you've put yourself into trouble. But then again, it's not Konate, it's not Matip and it's not Gomez, isn't it? This is a guy who's not really played that many football, that much football, sorry, against a player like Zaha. But again, it just stems, it just stems from Fabinho. With all our goals, there's, I know we always tend to look at like the final piece, isn't it? That's just what mm. football fans do. But there's always got to be something before that. So someone's either not pressed or someone's missed, missed time to tackle and, and missed the tackle. And that's just caused us to have a wide open space. So when it's wide open, we're, we're finished. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think Fab, Fab needs to look at himself there, man. For sure. I think what you said there is kind of key. And I think all the fans need to kind of do that. There's always actually some point in opposition's goal that we could have stopped it. Like, there's always that one kind of point where it's like, oh, you shouldn't have let that cross in. Or you should have done a tactical foul there. Or you should have yeah. done like so. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And Fabinho, yeah. like you know, what I'm saying, Eze is a tricky player. Fine, you're not going to win every draw of him. 
But like, if he does get past you, then you just have to stop him in that situation because it's too dangerous. That 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 counter attack is way too dangerous for you to let it go. So yeah, like I said, he has to stop him there. And I was watching it back now. Yeah, Phillips is, is all over the place because he like he obviously he tries to step in, and then when he steps in, he realizes that like um, what's it called that he can't really play him offside. So then he obviously tries to follow him. By the time he follows him, the pass is already gone. And then he throws his hand up front offside. But it's like, bro, <laughs> it's gone now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just someone that, like... And the thing is, I'm not really one to kind of, like, shit on players and really to kind of shit someone's ability. But it's just someone, like, he's out of his depth here. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's yeah. just out of his depth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really want to be one to kind of shit his ability. But him playing a high line, it's just... It's not him. And it's not his. It's not on his. It's not his ability. Like yes. So with him, he's a, he's an uber aggressive defender. He wants to win all his duels. He wants to kind of um, play in like a low block. He kind of wins um, their headers, kicks it out, headers and volleys. You know what I'm saying? He's the same. Mm-hmm. He's in the same mode of like a um, like a Tavoski or like a, a Craig. I mean a Dawson that plays for West Ham. He's in that type of you know what I'm saying kind of um, mode. And when you're asking an uber aggressive defender who's kind of slow but wins all of his duels to to um, play in this high line, it's just, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a bad, bad combination. Like, it's Malo, 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 Malo. And after that, Zaha keeps just skinning him and Zaha's skinning him, skinning him. And Zaha's literally just, every single time, I felt like Zaha was peeing off onto him. I don't remember a time when yeah. Zaha was engaging in a duel with um, Van Dijk. I don't. It was all yeah. on Philip's side. And it was just constantly just peeing off him, trying to get engaged in like a foot race with him because he knew he would always win it. And yeah, it went to a point where it just felt like bullying. Like it just yeah. And I, I felt I felt sorry for him to be honest. Um he's someone that obviously and I do think he's probably a Premier League defender and he probably can play in the Premier League. No, he definitely is. He's definitely the Premier League defender. He's definitely a Premier League defender. Like playing right, playing look, high line, you look, have to be quick, you, you know have mean? to be um confident one v one, you have to win your duels, you have to you know what I'm saying? This is stuff that Phillips isn't, he's not fast. He doesn't when he's one v one. He's not fantastic. He can definitely. It will start for Man United week in week out. If you look at what <laughs> he, he started for I mean, week Maguire's week not too, Maguire's not too dissimilar from from him. So maybe yeah. No, nah, nah, I'm having Phillips for Maguire any day of the week. <laughs> that. But yeah, and I, I think you, you saw that when Gomez came on. That this is actually someone who's comfortable one v one. Any time Zara can get any joy from him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we could also sustain the tax because anytime. Um, Crystal Palace would try and counter attack us, Gomez would just win it back and yeah. start again. But obviously, when Phillips was on, it felt like their attacks just seemed a lot more dangerous, and it yeah. felt like I wasn't obviously in a lot more space. But yeah, um, so obviously, the half time goals, and like you said, I think, like Ellis said, it was kind of like a sucker punch, and it felt like we was playing well, but it obviously, wasn't taking our chances. Um, there was also a couple of chances for Salah as well, actually, kind of half chances, yeah, yeah. as well. Salah probably should have done better with a header as well, to be fair. So, yeah, we just need to probably um, score when we're on top. But, yeah, I think we kind of start the second half a little bit slower than we start the first half. Um, we kind of, yeah, lose our way a little bit. I want to say he wasn't playing badly, but Palace have a bit more foothold in the game. And, yeah, obviously the sending off happens. And the thing, when the sending off happens, I thought it was Diaz that got sent off because I think it was yeah. Diaz. So I was wondering, like, what the hell happened? Yeah, because it was Diaz on the ball and I think they gave a foul... Um, but then, obviously, it was off the ball that the thing happened. But um, I think now we've all obviously watched the video and we've seen that Anderson was obviously kind of uh, trying to get uneasy skin the whole game, trying to provoke him, trying to um, kind of bait him in. And obviously, um, Nunes falls for the bait. But yeah, Ellis, I come to you. What did you think on the red card? Obviously, it's 
it's it, obviously it's a mistake, and it, it definitely I think it was um it definitely was deserved with, with the card. Yeah, yeah, it just it's born down to frustration, isn't it? Anderson was roughing him up all game, and he's going one on one with Anderson. He's missed a couple chances. You know, what I'm saying he's not really used to this kind of uh, pressure. It just all come to one and he's reacted stupidly at the end of the day. Um, there's nothing really much you can argue about. You just can't do that. Just can't do that anywhere. <laughs> you can't go on the headbutt, man. Yeah, yeah I was saying, regardless <laughs> if Anderson's acted for it and whatever Anderson's done, it doesn't matter. You just can't headbutt, man. Um, so yeah, you think no the headbutt, though? You don't think the headbutt? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Mean, it's still a headbutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. Need, I don't think he went to our head, but I think he went to square up. And obviously, if it's where he's a bit taller, it looks like a man headbutt. But don't get me wrong, it's a red card. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously, it's, it's the aggression, the way he's turned in it. But yeah, yeah. on another time, you know what I mean? No one else, the way the guy went down, yeah, he got contacted. Yeah. But, yeah. You know what I mean? These men are going to pay for it. You know, you know how people are. Man. Yeah, but and did that's, you see, that's did what's you see really you before that? Did you see uh, IU before that? He yeah, went yeah, down Robinson. and and he got touched in the back of his neck. No, it's the back of his back, just above his neck. My man holding the back of his head yeah. on the floor. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he got booed when they come off. They they brought that tax on, and then the referee also booked Joe Ward. What 50, 48 minutes in? There were time wasting from then. So they had their be, game plan. Yeah, you have to be fair to them. They're obviously a smaller team than us. They haven't got players with that much ability as us. So they're going to take every advantage they can get. Like, yeah, 100%. 100%. But I just think one of those grapples that Anderson was doing, it they got it should be penalized. His hands was all over Salah in the penalty yeah. box, his hand was all over um Nunes in the penalty box. Like, these things are just allowed to go because anywhere else in the middle of the park, it's a free kick. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's, it's funny, it's funny you say that, Dan, because they we actually got a free kick because of that. I think, um, Joe yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was literally the same thing, but. In the penalty, but it's not a penalty. I don't understand. It's exactly. a foul. If it's a foul, it's a foul, isn't it? You're preventing but, a man from moving. It's a foul. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, obviously, question. Yeah, he does. It's definitely a red card. He just got yeah. to learn from it now. And um, you know, what I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not in South America, brother. Like, you know, what I mean, like, you just yeah. got to just it's hold funny. it. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not something you kind of associate with a club team in terms of like getting red cards. Like we normally, like everyone normally. All the players normally keep their heads. People try and engage us with those battles, but we normally they normally do keep their heads. So when a player does get sent off, you're like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? I wonder how like clubs kind of kind of deal with it. And you wonder how like all the older heads of the team are gonna kind of deal with it. So yeah, he's out for free games. What what do you think um club will be, be saying to him and stuff like that, Ellis? Yeah, just keep your calm. You have to relax, you have to, you know, be in control of your emotions. Um, Liverpool team, this Liverpool team is a controlled team. Um yeah. so the way we are in terms of attitude is the way we're going to play and the way we react to stuff. Is what I'm saying? So when, when we do get a record, like you said, Pierre, it's, it's, it's totally out of character. It's not something that, you know, we want happening. So I think Klopp is just going to tell him, look, people are going to be doing that to you. You need to learn. You need to control your emotions, focus. It won't, like, this might sound mad, but I don't know if Liverpool still have that um, psychologist with them or physiotherapist, whatever he is. Um, yeah, psychologist, his psychologist, yeah, they had one psychologist back yeah. in the day. I don't know if they still have him on board. They might even ask him to have a word with him if he's still on board. But you know what I'm saying? Because it could just be because with with Liverpool and Man City, they need ten outfit players just so their system can function well. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So when 
one person comes, gets sent off, it kind of messes the vibe and it messes like everything. So I remember when when we played Man City and we lost like um five one. Money was right. And yeah. up until then, we was we was neck and neck with City, innit? We was missing bare chances. And as soon as Mane got sent off, boom, the whole system just absolutely just went to pan to shit, innit? And yeah. also, so teams, that's, teams are also yeah, sitting against us. When we get, obviously, someone sent off, teams are going to be like, okay, yeah, we'll take a point ahead. We'll, we're, I'm saying, we're going to take a point at Anfield. Yeah, yeah it's it's easy enough. Break, obviously, try and break down our 11 players. you got 10 players, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And obviously, we'll probably sit in, but... Um, Glam, do you think this is something to be worried about with Nunes? Is um, do you think he's got like a bit of a streak about him, like a Suarez streak, or, or do you think it's just a bit? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he was, yeah, also the Uruguay. I, I, I just, I just, I just think he will learn from it, man. Like he, he, he like I said, another day, someone else, he would have turned around and it would have been like face to face. I can't remember who it was. I see two people with their, um, their foreheads with each other. Pushing at each other on the weekend, or is it like oh, Mitrovic and Morgan Gibbs White? Yeah, 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 man. yeah, yeah. And, they were, yeah, they I were saw going, two yeah. yellows. I saw two yeah. yellows. Like, so it's it's there's no consistency around that. But at the end of the day, one wrong don't mean that oh, another wrong should be right. But mm-hmm. I think um Nunes will learn from it. That is that for three games, they will tell him, listen, people are worried about you. Let's be honest. Like, as I said earlier in the um pod, he's linked he's t- I don't know where everyone got he was. Having a mayor, someone messaged me that as well. His link up play was good. He had good spells. Like his passing was good. Um, his link up, his hold up play was good. He's better on the ball than I actually thought. Same. I just think, I just think if you look at his stature, what is he, six four or something? He's got pace. All he's got to do, once he bulks up on a Torres esque, mate, he's going to be frightening. He's going to be frightening. You know what I mean? He's just, just going to put in the gym and he's going to bulk up. But he will score goals. And I think I'm pissed that he's not playing next week. Against United, because as I said, he scored on his debut. Palace, he should have had one at least. He just, he would just score goals. You don't have to like him. He might look, he might look great against the eye, but I think he will get better. But he will just score goals, that guy. I'm telling you, and yeah. it's not one need. But as Ellie said, I do worry we don't go that route where because he's an in behind striker, and he, got, he makes good runs. So us going that route, we need to stick to our gameplay and play to our strengths and know, know that we've got him there. But yeah, you definitely learn from it, mate. That won't happen again at all because people people were trying to wind him up. Yeah, for sure. And that obviously he's going to be out for three games now, um, with a straight red card. And obviously, I think watching these teammates kind of for three games, he definitely has to learn from it, and obviously he learn to do better because yeah, we definitely could have used him against United. So yeah, he's got to do better there. Um, obviously, one thing a positive, um, one of the highlights, you know, what I'm saying, Luis Diaz. He just I seems to be to ten men. Man has turned it on. Like, you saw that dog in him. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I just saw him running everywhere. Like, fam, winning these duels. Give me the ball. I'll make something happen. Now, fuck that. Give me the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd say Robinson's not doing this on my side. But, yeah, I'll, 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 take, I'll take the mantle. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and his goal, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic goal. Um, obviously. And one thing I, I was actually going to say, in the first half, and the mm. thing about Diaz is that I think he collects the ball too early in our build-up. So he clicks yeah. the ball on like the halfway line. And naturally, if you click the ball on the halfway line, you've got so many players to beat. Do you know how many players you've got to beat to like yeah. make something happen? And he needs to kind of wait so that when he does click the ball, he's further to like the touchline, he's further closer to the box, and he's able to make something happen. And that's what he kind of does for his goal. But in the first half, he clicks it on the halfway line, and then maybe he might beat the centre mid, 
and then he's got the left back and the centre back now, and they're all in front of him. And then you know what I'm saying you can't beat like three, four players naturally in in, in a good structure. So I just feel like in the first half, and I feel like him and his relationship with Robertson, I thought initially it looked good, but now it's yeah. not as good as I thought it was in terms of I don't think Robertson is finding him the same way he used to kind of find Mane. Like you saw when Robertson used to get the ball, like when Mane plays, he'll go straight down the line because he knows Mane makes that run. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But now he kind of has to scan and um he yeah now he has to kind of scan and kind of look okay where is um Diaz um you know what I'm saying where is Diaz what's he gonna do and he just feels a bit like Diaz is a bit unpredictable for um Robertson their relationship is not really um looking too great at the moment I think they probably do need to work on that we'll get into Robertson because I do want to talk about Robertson but yeah back back onto his goal um Diaz obviously collects it a bit closer to goal yeah and he beats like he beats like two guys and he's on the edge of the box and I think he's gonna shoot but then I think the courier comes across he fakes a shot beats another person and he just wraps his foot around the ball and obviously it curls right into the far post and it's just it's a beautiful beautiful goal and it's funny because yeah. i'll give you insights on the cop in chat I, I might have to blast the crow man i don't know because at half time guys are talking spicy on diaz's name so ever so spicy you know junior was, <laughs> Junior was saying that he's watching i don't know what that means but he's watching um also called michael saying that he's not giving him enough Marco, I the thing that Marco was saying, Chich, I don't even want to say that, but yeah, if people took a spicy on, on his name, um, and then yeah, Diaz goes and produces that, but yeah, Graham, talk to me about Sugar Dole Lutro. Lutro, yeah, man, that 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 come at the right time and come with the man, come of the hour, bro, because my skin was boiling then. I just thought, fucking hell, no, <laughs> this is it, this is that it. Old head was sweating, mean? yeah, yeah, like you know, I've been. I've been <laughs> I've been ripping Man United fans all weekend. Like we're gonna end up with one point. Like this is not it. It's just it was it was just the worst sort of nightmare I could think of. And then when he slapped that in, I went crazy. Even my daughter like she's like, Dad, like I just went mad. You know I, mean? <laughs> I went mad. But um, yeah, no, it was a great goal, man. And yeah, he had he had patches. Do I, I didn't think he was getting in the game, and when he had got the ball. Like, it was coming in and coming out. I did, he, he had patches of spells. And I think, I don't know whether he wanted to come inside, but then a run and Nuno was kind of um, halting him. It, it, was, it was quite weird. And as you said, as soon as the sending off went on, he just come and said, you know what? Give me the ball. Give me the ball because we need this goal. And, you know, what a goal, bro. What a goal. And from then, I thought, yeah, confidence. But in terms of you saying your link, the link up with him and Robertson, I do get what you're saying. But I do think... I don't think they have to complement each other um, that much. I really don't because let's be honest here. Robertson's just a he's just a a, a race man, isn't it? He's just <laughs> racing. Like let's be honest, you. you know what I mean? <laughs> Robertson's all about ten. I mean, one hundred and ten miles per hour. Bam, 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 bam. That's Robertson, isn't it? I don't think he's gonna be like Diaz. Like, give me the ball. Robertson can be like. At the end of the day, he's he's been running that left side for what four or five seasons now. And he's not he's not gonna change his way now. So what we're just gonna have to do is get a thing where yeah, you can obviously understand Diaz is there giving the ball, but ultimately we can't be asking Robertson to give up his trade now because it it just won't work. That's what he does. Let's just let him do what he's got to do. But now we've got a, a more technical football on the left hand side who can now just do that and cut in. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not really, I'm not really worried about their relationship, if I'm honest. Um not to say that obviously you guys are but I'm not. You're basically saying just give the ball to Diaz Robertson, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying like I like Robertson's thing. Like even the first half, Robertson, like he had loads of space, got into the box, cutting spot, 
cut back into the um crossing to the box, and that's what Robertson does. Yeah. So sometimes yeah, Diaz will Diaz will have to let him do his thing. But at summertime, you know what I mean? After seeing that you want listen, give the ball to um um Diaz and do his thing. But Robertson ain't gonna do that. So I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, man. That 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 oh, goal was like he, he needed that goal. He needed that goal. Saw, Ellis, Ellis, he saw the celebration. That dog, you know, he got up. It was on the floor. He smacked it in. It was on the floor. He was saying the badge. He smacked the badge. He got up. He was screaming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that dog. Yeah, but I think that's what he wanted, man. That kind of spectacular player, which we knew who he was getting. I mean, he's had he's got about four or five men around him, and he's just done that. That's that's insane. But I've, I've, I'll go with your your original point about him coming too deep, and I think that's a big problem we have when he plays is that he's not direct enough. Do you know what I'm saying? So if we're pushing up and he's coming deep, it's kind of like you're you're working against us. So we want him to stay as far forward as possible, closer to the 18 yard box where he can come in and, and do you know do his madness. Um. I agree with Glenn. He, in patches, he was about. He comes in, he comes out. He, he wasn't really, um, wasn't really as bright as we wanted. We wanted him to be in, in the game. I think our problem is, is because we had someone's well, like someone like Marnie, who was really good last season, and who was the ogre at the top on that left hand side, and he was doing the business. So he's got a big shirt to fill. Um, mm. His impact, Marnie's impact, is always. Always shown. I think what I liked about Mane as well was that he always got to the byline, even yeah. if he didn't have. He doesn't have a left foot like that, but he was always going to the byline, and that's what helps Liverpool because you, if if you're pushing him forward, you're gonna push teams forward, in, and that's what really helped Robertson as well. Um, him just getting to the byline, he might do a cut back, he might go inside, and there's a cut back, and there's an easier cross for 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 Robertson. So I think that's what um, Diaz needs to understand is that you don't always need to come to the ball because Ideally, someone's going to find you, but we need you closer to the 18 yard box. If we can get closer to 18 yard, we'll see the best of him. Um, going on to Robertson, I don't know, I don't know what butch he was on yesterday, but he had one cross here. Fam, I was going to smash the TV. It's just perfect, fam. All you need to just lay up. I just I skied it over. I was like, what's this? Oh, I didn't understand. I don't know. And he hasn't started the season. Well, him and him and Fab haven't started the season. Well, they started very late like, and very heavy. Saying, I remember that. That was the first half, and Elliot 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 got to the ball. I remember that cross. That yeah, yeah bro. I was furious, that man. Cross, I was that furious. Cross, that, yeah, yeah. Touching that. Yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, like I was saying, him and Fab have not started very well. They've started very leggy, very heavy. They look really tired. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe they've just been putting extra yards, but I just hope that um, sooner or later, especially Robbo, he wakes up and just, you know, gets back to his, his best play. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And the thing I've been saying in the group chat that I'm not that I don't think Robertson's a good player. I think he's still the best left back in the world, but I'd expect him a bit more of him in terms of like, Okay, you're the best left back in the world. Um, some of the situations that he does, like he found himself in and decisions that he takes, it's just it's a bit like baffling to me. Like, so like you said, he'll be in, in a good position to cross, and all he needs is like a little measured cross or like a little and he'll just smash it and it'll all just overhit it. And it's just like, bro, like, and 
you see someone like Trent on the other side, and Trent is just like every time Trent, in terms of like picking out a cross, he always makes the right decision. So it does it does it need like a like a flowing cross? Does it need to whip cross? Does it need? You know what I'm saying he makes the right decisions, but Robertson is like he's going 100 miles per hour all the time, and it's just like sometimes just slow yourself down and think, okay, what's the best type of um like pass or cross I can do in the situation for my striker to score or something like that? And yeah, I just feel like. He needs to step it up a bit, um, for sure. But saying that, that, that Shimkas cameo wasn't even any better. That Shimkas cameo was bloody terrible. <laughs> um, again, him, him and Robbo were smoking the same bouge, fam. I don't understand what was going on. The same dealer, again, yeah. Same dealer, bro. <laughs> the same, same dealer. dealer. He gets to the byline. There's, he done like three crosses which were over hit. I could not understand what was happening. I just, I just didn't understand. I just, don't understand. I don't know if they again. I personally think Liverpool are doing best sessions. I think they're doing like three sessions a day. This is the mm. only explanation I have in my head for them to be so leggy and even the injuries. I think there's a lot of sessions going in, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. But yeah, that cameo, that cameo was horrid, absolutely horrible. A couple of players definitely to, to rise it uh, for sure. Um, there's a lot of discourse on Fabinho mm. as well, actually. Um, obviously, Fabinho, um. He's not obviously he's had he picked up a couple of injuries at the end of last season. And yeah. um obviously he's been kind of a little bit out of form, I would say, especially um he's been dragged a couple of games, so he got taken off um for he got taken off in the um Fulham game and he got taken off last night. Um what do you, what do you think is going on with Fabinho? From my kind of opinion, I think he's probably just been given a bit too much to do. And I feel like sometimes he's really on that island by himself. And look at yesterday, and um, he does yeah. need to rise level for sure. For sure, I'm not excusing him. Some of his performances, he does look miles off it sometimes. But yesterday, like he's playing with a 37 year old. You now I'm saying, I love Milner, great guy, but you're playing with a 37 year old and you're playing with a 19 year old. So you're playing with a pensioner and you're playing with a hugely talented 19 year old. Like it's not, you know, what I'm saying that's not. I mean, when you see like some Rodri play, Rodri's got over um, KDB or Gundogan, KDB next to him every week. This guy's playing with Milner, Cater, Henderson, Elliot every single week. And like, yeah, you know I'm saying when when he when he plays next to Thiago, there's a huge improvement in terms of having someone who plays with him, someone that kind of maybe plays in like a double pivot with him at times, and he has a lot more help. But when he's playing by himself, like yesterday, you can see that he kind of pulls over to the right to kind of cover Trent's side, and he's really not comfortable in them kind of one v one spaces. But yeah, um, he does need to rise it for sure. But I just think he's not really been helped. What do you think, Lam, about Fabinho? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, I haven't been impressed with him at all. He started the season. Um, but yeah, now, it, it, do you know what? It, I do understand, obviously, because the other players are signing. I think with him, he's used to obviously having um, Thiago, Henderson. Even, so I, even I, next to him. Yeah, I get that. But. Just, just, just his own gameplay. I think he, he either looks tired, or he's just not up to speed, fitness wise. But something's something's got to give. But I do understand there's a lot of changes in there, and people not understanding the role because Fabinho understands his role in the team. Yeah. He knows what he's got to do. I just think yesterday, like I said, when he came at the picture, I don't know where Milner was, and I don't know where Elliot yeah, was. And that's a good point. Like even for both the goal, like I mean, both the goal yesterday. Where was Milner? And I felt like Milner probably made a bit more of an effort to get forward, but Milner yeah. wasn't really helping defensively yesterday at all. Nah, he wasn't. That's what I was thinking. Like, where where are you going? Like, where are you going, brother? And I just think 
that's where it comes into it. And I think we definitely need. I'd I, I do want to sign someone before the window close. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I do. Mm-hmm. But we'll touch on that anyway. I got some players. Yeah. Okay, we'll get onto that for sure. Um, and then just a couple of the senior ones, Ellis. I come to you, like the likes of Van Dyke. Maybe just help Phillips a bit more. Like you said, Phillips was getting the ball a lot. Like for someone who's really not great in yeah. the ball, Phillips, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the game plan and the right centre back should maybe want they kind of want the right centre back to kind of drive and kind of get um, to get on the ball a lot. But people like Van Dyke, I just feel like maybe you take a bit more responsibility in terms of maybe guiding them through the game. Like, okay, cool. You're not used to maybe so, driving forward a bit. Not right. But yeah. Wait a few minutes and try oh. seven. Wait, what are you going to, bro? You in the car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think with, with yeah, someone like Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone with like Van Dyke, yeah, there was a couple of times where a palace have had an action and then he's turned around pointing fingers. I'm like, bro, you need to deal with that situation. You need to deal with that. Even when Zaha, I think Zaha had a chance one on one. And Allison saved it, but it was Van Dyke who kept him on. Yeah, it was Van Dyke who kept him on. I'm thinking, bro, yeah. like, you need to <laughs> you need to marshal that defense. You know, because last season there was a couple of times where I was like, but he needs to marshal this defense because this is nuts. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the guys are getting chances too much here. So yeah, they, some of the senior ones do need to rise it. Just going back to Fab quick, I believe, yeah, I, I can see the fatigue. Um, I think that's why it's nece- is a necessity that we do get a right sided. Midfield, or just a midfielder, whatever. If someone that can play mm. right and set, right and left, because one Henderson can't play on the right side anymore. He hasn't got the legs for it. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, when you don't have the legs and your technical ability comes into play, and because he doesn't have the legs to get him out of trouble, he's he's I mean, he's okay tech in it. He's got good tech, like not elite tech, but he's got good tech. But he's not enough for that right side of side. So I think that Henderson and Fabinho need to be sharing the minutes. At, um, mm. That number six, six. role, so that's huh? yeah, six, yeah, yeah. They need to be sharing the minutes. They, anyway, help both of them in it. Even if I don't want to sound disrespectful, but even if Henderson is an understudy to Fab, because I think that's the that's where Henderson is now in his career. He's like he's thirty two, coming to his thirty, coming thirty three next year. I mean, you, you're a veteran now, in it, so you might as well just be chilling on the bench when you needed to come on. Like you can't be guaranteed to start every week. Same as Fab. Fab needs help. Like you can't be guaranteed to play like fifty games a season, running up and down, covering spaces. It's too much. So oh, he, he's just in a position where he's dropped form. He's tired. He's fatigued. It, it's not helping him. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, then the last point: the old, the olders need to step up, man. And that's the likes of Robbo. That's the likes of Hendo. Yeah, even Hendo. Yeah, that's the likes of Van Dijk. They, they need to that. Like, drag the team a bit more when, when the chips chips are down. Obviously, I don't want to sound like mad depressing because only two games into the season. So, we have played some good football. We've had bare chances. We're just not taking our chances. But obviously, we just, these are just the little things that we can see and hopefully we'll improve as yeah. time goes on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, definitely. It's only two games and hopefully we can um, rewrite the wrongs for sure. Um, so, yeah, let's go on to this kind of, um, this kind of transfer issue. Um, people obviously saying that we kind of need a midfielder um, that is kind of wearing thin and obviously we've seen the likes of Milner starting um, already two games in probably wouldn't think it would be that soon but um, K was on the bench fair enough but he wasn't deemed fit enough to play um, yeah so Glenn I'll come to you do you think we really need a midfielder I mean apparently Klopp says we've got eight midfielders 
um, that and that's more than enough. But yeah, um, do you think we need a midfielder? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do because um, you know, I'm not being funny. Um, you know, Ox is out for a long time, usually cropped. Who, who, the, who the hell is that guy? Well, who? Tiago. Yeah, I mean, we 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 get spells and he gets to form and then he then he he picks up something. Nabi, fuck no, this guy, no, with Nabi's body, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, so obviously, yeah, so yeah. and then you've got um, Curtis Jones, which is kind of worrying me. He seems to be picking up a lot of niggle injuries, man, like a lot of niggle injuries. So he's beginning to worry me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so that's another, so that's another situation in that. So we definitely need someone, and I think we should go out. Put the money down, go to Wolves and get Nevers, bruv. Get Nevers. Nevers. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I like you, you think the thing is Nevers because when we buy him, obviously he'll be a good addition to the squad, but obviously he can he, he'll be playing now. Premier League footballer, technically good, knows his role, and I think he will he will come out of his shell more being at a top side like Liverpool with Wolves. Majority of the time, you don't. They're not really a possession-based team. They're, they're, they're sometimes was on the front foot, so he will flourish at Liverpool. And I think he's technically good. It's just about the feet. But I like Nevers, and I need someone in there who's he's never really injured. He's captain. I, I think that's a that's something that we should look at. I really do. Mm, and you know what? I never really thought about Nevers too much, but I, I do like him. I like his profile. Instead of being an undersighted to Fabinho, I'd be quite happy with Nevers, but obviously... And dead ball as well. We need a free kick taker. Yeah. I don't know about the right centre mid, because I'm not sure if he's not about the right centre mid, but as an undersighted yeah. to Fabinho, I'd be quite happy with that. Um, Ellis, any, any names for me? Do you think we need them before the first year? And you got any names for me? If you haven't, then... Yeah, it's cool. Nah, yeah, we, we desperately need them before though. Um, I, obviously, in the group chat, I've been a big fan of uh, Jacob Ramsey. I like his profile. I, I think he has what I'm looking for, as in something that can pick up the ball from, you know, just just after the halfway line and just drive mm. and just try and take on players, do something a bit different. Do you know what I'm saying? Get into the box, score goals. That's what we're kind of looking for. Um, I, I do like Nevers, but I just don't think he's mobile enough. I don't, he doesn't run a, not that he doesn't run a lot, but he just he's not someone that's going to get up and down the pitch very quickly. Um. Yeah, the type of midfield I'm looking for is just a box-to-box CM. Mm. Basically, what Ox was prior to the end of the season of 2017, like you can see what he was flourishing into, that box-to-box dynamic midfielder who's going to take the ball and drive as a good end product. Um, I think that's what we need right now. That's meant Obviously, to be Nabby, though, man. That's meant to be Nabby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Boy, if I speak on that's... that for now... Yeah, that's. Yeah. I love. I, I'll be honest with you. The reason I say never is because obviously, if if he's going to be there, if he's going to be there, then obviously, um, you know, we need someone understudy anyway. But as a squad option, that's yeah, what I'm he's saying. Solid, You're he's right. Isn't mobile enough? But at the end of the day, his quality is good, and I yeah, think he yeah. will complement. It'll complement what we need right now. Um, you know, I was all reliability, man. I need some reliability yeah, now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I need someone's gonna. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't get picked today, but you're on the bench. You got picked today. You're fit. Yeah. All this in and out thing is it, frustrating <laughs> me, man. It's so frustrating me. Yeah, to, to be fair, to be fair. Sorry, sorry, Peter. 
Do you think I think Nevers could do a job in that fad anti-Argo role? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That left that way, like we you know, because when Tiago plays his lack of playing that double pivot, like Peter said. So yeah. I think he could do a, a job in that kind of role. Um if he went to a 43 one, Nevers Nevers would be fun. All day, all day long, man. Like him and Fab will be sick in a four two three one. Mm, for sure. Um, but obviously, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you guys. I've always kind of wanted a midfielder, but I obviously I appreciate that it has to be the right profile, and we can't just go and get anyone. They have to kind of improve the squad. They have to be an upgrade on Henderson and be an upgrade on what we already have. So for sure, um, like, I, to honest, now Wolves have obviously they've obviously completed well. They're going to probably sign the Mateus um, Nunes. He did look good from the comps and what I've watched in the Man City game. Also, I've not watched him properly, but that was kind of profile I did kind of like, but. I like um, Lucas Paqueta from Lyon, as I've said. Um, he's got a nice left foot, very tenacious. Um, and he's just got that quality, that kind of quality to play that final pass. We don't really have midfielders like that. And I feel like if Elliot can really play that right centre mid role, I mean, that's literally a 19-year-old playing a right centre mid for Liverpool. There's no reason why Paqueta couldn't, for sure. And, yeah, I, I like him. I think that would be a good signing for us. But, um, yeah, just it's hard. Obviously, it's hard to kind of, um, find players that kind of improve already, like a team that obviously was going for a quadruple last year, but we need to try and kind of do it. You know what I'm saying? We need to do it. I really feel like we can't be going into the season playing like... You look at our rivals, you look at Man City, and they have Bernardo Silva on their bench. We're starting a game with James Milner, and I love James Milner, but that's not fair on him. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair on him relying on him to play 10-plus, 15-plus Premier League games. It's, it's really not, so um, I don't think that's, that's on, to be honest. Um, yeah, so... Like we said, our next game is Manchester United Monday um, at 8 p.m. I think. Boys, um, surely this is where we get our first win, you know. Aaron Ten- Eric Ten Hizzy can do a job for us, you know. Um, Eric's not the six. Or, I mean, we think it's bad over here, but god damn, it's, it's a mess god over there. Damn. <laughs> god damn, over there. Is great. <laughs> god damn. I mean, we should, we should be there, man. We should be yeah. there. They look. They look all over the shop. Nah, it's not We'll beat them, bro. We'll beat them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but so I mean, this it is a perfect opportunity, perfect tonic for us to like kickstart, kickstart our season. Yeah. Um, bro. my only thing is, is just I don't know who's coming back in it. So I think Firmino's should be back. Obviously, Gomez will be fit again. Um, yeah, Kata will be fully fit. So. But that's, that's what we can yeah. count on for now. Yeah, so yeah, that lifts up your quality in the team tenfold, really. That yeah, up the quality in tenfold. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah. it's, I think it's the game that we need. I think it's the game that we well say the game that we need. But I've been looking forward to this game since the summer when the fixtures came out, mate. Probably now, probably probably last summer when um we bloody snapped them aggregate score, but we slapping them. Nine Yeah, but I just think. Regardless who we have there, we, we have too much for them. They're quaking in their boots. This ain't the game that they want to play. And, you know, Liverpool going to go there confident. Like, it's not about winning. It's like how many? And I just, I just, I just think, I just think um, it's a game that we want to start our season with a win. If we're going to start our season with a win, it's Old Trafford in front of um, the Old Trafford fans. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that game, man. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it would be definitely be nice to see someone like Gomez obviously come to the side. Hopefully, if he wins, like we win this game and get a nice run in the side, then he can kind of kind of um, rekindle that kind of form that he had in 2019, not 2018, 2019, 2019, yeah. And we see that start, that kind of re-blossom of the relationship of him and Van Dijk. Yeah, he was so good when he came on yesterday, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, Zaha, yeah, so he had Zaha um, locked up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah um, maybe Elliot can maybe um, get another start. I thought he'd done really well yesterday. Lots of quality. He's got a nice little left foot. And it was really surprised me how tenacious he was um, in terms of winning the ball back quickly, pressing. There's a couple of times where he's winning these duels with like Zaha, winning these duels with Schlopp. And he looks obviously really good. And yeah, um, I, I don't think I'll be saying this, but we need Firmino back. <laughs> we actually need him back for the game. <laughs> I don't think I'll be saying this, but yeah, because you don't really want to be pushing um, Cavalio or Elliot to the kind of front three um, this early um, in the season and kind of um, playing them in that position. So we do need Firmino back. But I think our tendencies should be more than enough for Manchester United. They're not a very intense team. They don't really run very much. And I know they will probably rise it for us, but we should have a bit too much for them. Hopefully, the likes of like Stella always um, Stella seems to score against them a lot now. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can do well against them and get our first win of the season. You guys, any any more thoughts on the main United game? No, hopefully, bro. No, hopefully we will, bro. We will. Yeah, man. We should we should do the business still. We should do the business. Yeah, they're not they're not a good outfit right now. Um, anything less than three points is is vastly disappointing. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I mean, obviously, we got a couple of listeners' questions. Got a couple of listeners' questions for you guys. Um, so from Touchline Fracas, hello there. Do you think after yesterday's little fender bender, Klopp is going to hold back on Nunes being the main centre forward for the season and focus back it, focus it back more on Jota when he's fit? Thanks. That was like one of, one of your friends, Glam. Oh, that um, Anton. <laughs> Sounds like it. What's up? A pony, bruv. What a pony. Uh, but, um, nah, he won't. It, listen, man, the thing is, Nunes has been integrated anyway, so he'll be, he'll be um, nurtured in just like how most of the um, signings that we have have been. But let's be honest, it'd be nice to have Jota around because Jota's a bagsman. Jota yep. knows our system and I our play. I miss him, bruv. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So we know, we know what Jota's about, but Nunes is the future and the near future in terms of he's the only number nine that we have and a quality number nine. So it's not going to be, oh, he's going to be, we pay money for him and we bought him here and he can score goals. Mm. So he'd be fighting, competing, just like everybody else. But once he makes that his own and he learns Liverpool way in the system, he, he'll be there. So yeah, that, 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 that idiot that answered that question, I'm sure he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> do that. Um, yeah, no, nah, clock won't be panicking at this time, mate. I hope that answers your question. Ellis? Yeah, I'm obviously same with Glam, man. Well, there's no reason for Klopp to panic. Um, you know what I'm saying? Klopp had a young Lewandowski who wasn't firing all cylinders, nurtured him to become... You know what I'm a saying? war! Well, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's nothing really to worry about. I don't understand why you hold back on someone anyway. That was the point. It don't make no sense, man. And and what's funny is that what's funny with this is that when Nunes scored last week, I did not see this much discourse. And it wasn't any conversation. <laughs> none, like, it was none. It was, did I miss none. anything? No, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't see anyone asking us any questions. So there we go in it. 
You know what I mean? Because now, now you've put us on the back foot. Now, every time he scores, we're going to have to exaggerate it. Then you're going to say that, oh, we're exaggerating, but then this is this is the animal that you've created. So, <laughs> sorry, you, know. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I like the way you guys answer the question. Um, if I, yeah, for sure. I, you can't pay that much money and, and hold him back for a season. Like it just doesn't happen. You're going to have to pay them. Um, I don't. I don't think he comes. If to answer the question like truthfully, I don't think he comes straight back into the lineup as soon as the first yeah. game he's available. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. it happens like that. So if he wants that kind of um, answer, yes, he doesn't come straight back into the lineup. But after maybe one or two games, um, like maybe a couple of cameos, he'll probably start. He'll come back into the starting lineup, and yeah. He'll play his way back into the squad. If, if anyone um, deserves to be starting, maybe they're having like a mad goal streak, then they may be. But um, I think Nunes will be will be back into the fold um, before not, not before too long. And we've got another question from Simeon Jarrett. Um, he's uh, obviously one of our um, long-time listeners. Um, big up him. He says, which two ex-Liverpool players would you bring into the squad to refresh the midfield, not including Gerrard? So, which any two ex Liverpool midfielders that you bring back into the squad? Not including Gerard. Yeah. So, well, I'm definitely one of them going to be Ronaldo. I don't care what anyone says. Ginny Ronaldo is definitely better one of them. And I, t- and I, and I, I, I tell you why. The, the, the reason I was moaning about reliability, knows your job, bro, and so forth, that is him all over. Not for the thrills, but the fact of, Sergeant, know your duty. I'm fit, boss. Let me play. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I miss. And the second one, I'm thinking off my head. Any yeah. that we need right now. Um, no, nah, I'm not. I'll say yeah. Mm, I'm thinking of a goal scoring one. It's can't be Gerard. Um, Xabi Alonso. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go for. So, yeah, yeah. My, I, think, I think Javi Lonzo picks himself in terms of having someone that quality on the ball, um, mm, playing yeah. wherever you really want to play him. If you want to play him at the soul of the of the um, midfield, play him there. I, I don't really have a problem with him playing there too much. I think he's got the intelligence to play there. If he has to be him and Fabinho can swap. If he's um, if he's in better informed than Fabinho, then he will probably start. I don't mind him playing in the, in the two as well in the pivot. We've seen him play in the pivot for many years with Mascarano. So I think Alonso kind of picks himself. Um, the other midfielder, oh, I think that's very difficult, you know. Um, the other midfielder, just say genie, man. I know you want to say genie, <laughs> no, but actually, hold on. I wanted to say McManaman, but I didn't watch him. But based on the clips that I've seen, he looks like a yeah. great fit for left of his role. But I, I didn't see, I didn't watch him much, but. That left yeah. in the mid role, McManaman would have. No, a wide player, McManaman, no. But he, in this day and age, he can't be played there, though. He was, he was, yeah, he, he was, was, but then if you look at Jones, isn't it? He's that kind of, that kind of, um, uh, how would I say, profile. Fit, you know what I'm yeah, profile. He was, he was a winger who then turned into like a number 10. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, he started off as a like a real out and out winger, a proper good one. Then that was that was before I even watched football. But then, as he got older, he started playing like a like a number ten role, and it's basically what we're trying to do with Jones, isn't it? But obviously with yeah. Klopp's Liverpool, it's more like mechanical midfielders. But it's something that can pick up the ball from deep, and dribble past a couple of players. But um, I'll probably go 
Alonso. Uh, left-sided left LCM okay I play him LCM that right-sided role so if I, I'll probably list maybe like the Danny Murphys McAllister's Sizzolko's um, mm. Lucas Lever all these types of players Emery Chan mm. yeah, it's, not a, it's not a lot of quality there isn't it yeah, there's engines that not not a lot of like spark. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. So I, I think what we're missing right now is like a midfield spark. That just shows you how like the levels of Gerard. That just shows you that how yeah. mad he was. He owned it for time. Owned it. Funny, owned time. Time. Said Coutinho, though. That's quite funny. But yeah, yeah no, no, not for me, yeah, not for me. Because you got Diaz, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying like that goal Diaz scored yesterday. That's a Coutinho esque. Because uh, you don't really want to have, you know, yeah. we really need like a midfield spark. We're missing someone that can just turn it on uh, at any given moment. That final pass, that can play that final pass, or that yeah, can get out of nowhere, yeah. That's, that's sure. what we're missing right now, man. All right, cool. And we've got our last couple of questions. They're from Mark um, Gillespie, um, another patron, another um, listener. Big up him. Um, he says, obviously, so two um, questions, one LFC related and one just football in general. He says, do we sacrifice Cater's minutes in order to get John's regular playing time? Wait, what? I don't know what minutes he's getting gets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him doing that time, but it's, So, wait, I don't know. What do you man think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll shot Naby ASAP and give his minutes to Jones without thinking. It's not that it's not Naby's not a bad player in it, but Naby's not the guy that everyone thinks he is. You know what I'm saying? He's a good yeah. solid player, and that's it. Until he shows me different, and that's that's what I'm sticking. So I'll, I'll probably I'll happily sell him for whatever and give his minutes to Jones. Yeah, he's calm. I agree, man. I don't, well, not not that Naby's getting minutes. But you know what I mean? Um yeah, I'm I'm just yeah, I'm just disappointed in Nabi if I'm honest with you, man. One year left, not gonna get that deal. I don't know why we're not actively trying to sell him. I really don't. Yeah, I'll be I'll be sure I'm shocked. I think obviously the club obviously want to keep him because they think of it in terms of okay, if we sell him for what 20 million, the, the midfielder we might get in return probably won't be as of the same quality. So that's what probably yeah. what they're thinking. But yeah, I just feel like at this point it's really like a it's just it's, it's it's really it's holding us back because we count them every season. Yeah, we count Naby as a number in our midfield, and yeah, but it's not it's not a reliable number because how many times is he like often there? Is he fit? Okay, he's been fit the last last couple of seasons, but Klopp doesn't even trust him. So what, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? You're fit, and Klopp doesn't even trust you to execute the game plan or to play you and have that responsibility. So if Klopp doesn't really trust him too tough, and he has played some big games, to be fair to him, but I just feel like Klopp doesn't really trust him to really give him a, a real good run in the side. So yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just kind of over it to be honest. Um, let's get someone in that we kind of trust and has that availability. But not to say that K isn't a good player. He is he's a very good player. Um, it's just that he hasn't worked on Butchie in this side, and he's obviously had his injury issues. And another question, I think yeah, you guys need to have your thinking caps on. He says, would you rather football went to 70, 80 minutes and when the ball is out of play, the clock stopped like rugby? So basically, he's basically saying, would you rather like a shorter time and then just stop the clocks? The clocks. 
No, 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 I don't think we need that at all. It don't make it, it, there's no benefit to it unless unless they're seeking a benefit to it. There's no benefit to that. Um, we don't want the game. We don't want the game any shorter. If I'm honest with you, um, as you don't fans. think that we get any better um, like quality in the shorter game, maybe? No, no. You'll see, I think obviously for the top teams, have got quality players. That's and how you're training method. Then that's just how it is. I just think that would just be you know you got the extra time, the injury time. To, the whole added on minutes. I just think, yeah, nah, be too, it, it, not for me anyway. Everyone's yeah. different. Not- yeah, Ellis, what about you? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think so. I was going to say Liverpool. Football is a, a low scoring sport anyway. Yeah. So, like 70, 80 minutes worth. Most games will probably end at 1 0 or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a very low. I think those things that kind of like less minutes it works in games where it's a high scoring sport. Mm. So it's the thing else. Yeah, I'm saying like the rugby's and the and the basketballs and whatever, whatever. But with, with football it's, it's a it's, it's a harder game to score goals in. So yeah, I don't think I don't yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think the footballers, especially in this day and age, they're more than fit enough to play ninety minutes. I don't think when yeah. the players like um I don't think you probably see any less quality. I feel like some when it's not your day, it's not your day, and people are just not playing. Well. You can some like you see some team they can play for 120 minutes. They're still not going to play any better. You know what I'm saying? It's just not your day. The game plan hasn't worked. Whatever, cool. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. Uh, maybe we can obviously look at um, time wasting tactics a little bit more. Obviously, if that's what you're trying to get at. So maybe having teams maybe have the ball um, in play a lot longer. Maybe being more strict on the, the goalkeepers. Um, yesterday we saw Guaita actually take the piss. Yesterday he got his yellow card and even wasted even more time. He was like, okay, he gave me the yellow card, so I'm going to even waste any more time because I know you're not going to send me off, so F it. So, yeah, um, we definitely see the referees maybe a bit more stringent on um, teams maybe keeping the ball in play. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, um, that's, that, that's, that's, that's been it, guys. That's the pod. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, peace. Yes, Later. Guys. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of the Coppin Network.